Ladies and gentlemen, the following segment of the podcast is presented exclusively by Hillsdale College. Now, in its 175th year, Hillsdale is a truly independent institution where learning is prized and intellectual enthusiasm is valued. Thank you for listening and my sincere appreciation to Hillsdale for their sponsorship. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Levin, our number 877-381-3811-877-381-3811. The war on law enforcement, the war on cops, continued over the weekend, and we all saw it. We saw some bastard run up to a, a car, a police vehicle, with two policemen sitting in there. And he sought to execute them in cold blood. Now, if you're going to say that police officers are systemically racist, that they routinely abuse people, that the bad apples are all the apples, you're going to show video night after night, day after day, Suggesting that police officers are killers. You create an environment that is extraordinarily violent and dangerous. And our media and the mayors and the governors in these areas and the Biden campaign have done exactly that. To be clear, obviously, I'm not connecting any of them with the effort to murder those two police officers. What I am saying is that police officers have been harmed and maimed and killed during the course of the last several months in these riots and in this violence. And there's going to be more of it. Because Joe Biden, even when he says or tweets against this sort of thing. 
It's almost passive. And then he and then he puts out a tweet about assault weapons bans. Assault weapons. Was there an assault weapon used in this case, ladies and gentlemen? No, there was a pistol used in this case. And so they go back to their knee-jerk responses. You got a vice presidential candidate in Kamala Harris who was defending, quote-unquote, protesting, defending Black Lives Matter, who supported, along with certain of Biden's staffers, bailing out violent criminals. This is chaos. It's anarchy. And Biden and Harris do not have an answer to it because it would require police officers and potentially the military, like the National Guard, among others, to put it down. And they're not prepared to do that. Not now, not tomorrow, not the next day. That's number one. Number two, as I observe what's taking place the last several days in the Biden campaign and the media, they're literally blaming the President of the United States for the riots, which of course the mayors and the governors, among others, are supposed to be addressing directly. They're blaming the President of the United States for deaths related to the coronavirus. Even though none of that is in the President's control. The President doesn't run the hospitals. He's not in charge of the doctors. He's not in charge of whether people wear face masks or where they go or what's open and what's not open. And so Biden and the others want you to believe that as the death toll goes up, and by the way, many of these deaths do not have as their primary cause the virus. We've had that discussion for months and months and months, but I want to move on. So now the deaths from the virus are on Trump. The riots are on Trump. The deaths from the virus are on Trump. Oh, it gets better. The wildfires in Oregon, California, and Washington State. That's on Trump, too, because he didn't sign the Paris Accord, because he's a climate change denier. So that's on Trump, too. Now, what else? Systemic racism. That's a phrase you've become familiar with the last few months. That's on Trump, too, because of Charlottesville, you know. So riots... The virus deaths, the West Coast fires, systemic racism, all on Trump. And this is how they intend to win the presidency. And yet every one of these is a failure of the Democrat Party and the left. Every damn one of them. The Democrats have been running California for years and years and years. It's a one-party state. They're in control of the environmental commissions. They're in control of the major cities. They're in control of the decisions that are made with respect to the, uh, the timber, the forests, and all the rest of it. Republicans have no say. The President of the United States has no say. It's theirs. They own the whole thing. And yet they hide behind climate change. Well, what's the problem? Climate change? Is there climate change in Wyoming, Mr. Producer? Is there climate change in Montana? Idaho? 
big country out there, ladies and gentlemen. Climate change in Colorado? Now, we've had forest fires before, and we've had huge fires before, but they're getting worse and worse and worse. Not because of climate change, but because of the people in charge of managing these areas of our country. These dark blue states are a disaster. A disaster. When it comes to the environment, the irony is the hard left, the dark blue states, are a disaster for the environment. Absolute disaster. What's going on now in Oregon and California and parts of Washington State, ExxonMobil couldn't do if it wanted to do. It's not because of climate change. Go on the internet. There's expert after expert saying the same thing, and they've been saying it for years. I talked about this the other day. Other talk show hosts are now talking about it. Decades and decades of liberal policies. That do not allow logging. That do not allow cleanups. Do not allow preventative burns. Any of these things. And it's been going on since the mid-1990s under the Clinton administration. They set the policy and these governors embraced it. And they paved the way for these massive wildfires. Paved the way. This has been going on for 30 years. Nothing to do with climate change. It's getting hotter and hotter. These flat earthers, some parts of the globe are getting hotter. Some parts of the globe are getting cooler. We have no control of what the sun does to us. I wrote in Liberty and Tyranny. How old is that book now? It's over 10 years old, I think. Of the coming, the coming blackouts and brownouts in California. Why? Because I'm Nostradamus? No, because of the policies. Go ahead and look it up. The coming brownouts and blackouts. And other states that follow California's lead, they'll have the same problem. It is an environmental disaster. Because of the left. But they want to keep talking about climate change. Because that's, that's an abstraction. Man-made climate change, of all things. It's an abstraction. So the fact in California that they're already cutting their energy usage is not enough. The fact that they're taxed up the wazoo, they're regulated up the wazoo, it's not enough because it's never enough. That's the nature of the left. They're not the problem. Their ideology is not the problem. The people are the problem. And this is where we're going in every part of our economy and culture. Every part of our society should Joe Biden win. They've got the toughest environmental rules in the country in California. The state is burning. They have the highest taxes in the country in California. They're going bankrupt. A beautiful state with natural resources that at one time was run perfectly well. Under Reagan, Duke Majin, Wilson. But you've now had a series of leftists. You've had Jerry Brown. Now you've got Newsom and others. One party state. They prayed to the idol of climate change. Prayed to the idol of leftism. And they've destroyed the state. They've destroyed it. They've destroyed the state's environment. 
And people now, their entire lifestyles have been changed. This has a real world effect on people. Thousands of homes burned to the ground. God knows how many animals. Dozens of people are dead. And they blame climate change. They might as well blame Mother Nature. It doesn't matter. They take responsibility for nothing. Nothing. The riots. Remember what they said about the riots? In Portland because the President of the United States sent in federal law enforcement? They're still rioting in Portland. Had nothing to do with federal law enforcement. Remember Nancy Pelosi called federal law enforcement? Never forget. Stormtroopers. It's interesting they don't play that on TV now. Now that two police officers, not federal, but it doesn't matter, were ambushed and shot execution style in L.A. County, two sheriff's deputies. The language that is used is appalling. Now we have this pandemic. We've turned the corner on this pandemic. We have literally turned the corner on this pandemic. People are still dying, and they're still dying from cancer and heart disease. They're still dying from strokes, suicide, a whole number of things people are dying from. About two and a half million people in this country a year die. But the only chart they keep is the coronavirus, and they can't even explain that chart to you. They can't even explain the definition when they code somebody in as dying from the coronavirus, and they're not going to. But the president has nothing to do with the increase or the decrease. It is what it is at this point. Everything's being done that can be done. And so when we get a vaccine that's on the precipice, on the precipice, in four or five weeks, they attack the president. They say it's political. It's too fast. Is it safe? The idiot, Harris. I won't use it because it's Trump. Like Trump's in the lab working on the, on the virus, on the uh, vaccine. You need to think very clearly about what's going on here, folks. Very clearly. There's a reason why there's riots in these Democrat cities with these Democrat governors. Very few in Republican towns with Republican governors. There's a reason why these heavy Democrat states are burning. Now, I'm not saying they wouldn't necessarily burn otherwise, but not like this. Decades and decades of left-wing policies. Let nature... I, I remember when I was I was, let nature be. Don't mess with nature. Don't mess with nature. It's really quite appalling. But they have an answer for everything. It's certainly not them. So the answer is climate change because Trump... It's not a true believer. It's Trump's fault. The police. Systemic racism. And if you don't believe in systemic racism, there's something wrong with you. They have an answer and an excuse for everything. But that's all it is. An excuse. An excuse. I'll be right back. Lovin'. Now, I know you love freedom. How do I know that? Because you listen to my show. And my show and everything I do is all about preserving freedom and the form of government that secures it for us. It's the same with Hillsdale College. 
one of the very best truly liberal arts colleges in the nation. That's why I talk about them all the time, because Hillsdale is committed to pursuing truth and defending liberty. Hillsdale teaches stellar students to defend freedom, no matter what they major in, whether it's science or music or economics or business, whatever. Hillsdale teaches them how to defend liberty. And they do that for you, too, through their free monthly digest of conservative thought. It's called Primus. 5.4 million Americans receive Primus for free every month. And you, my friend and fellow freedom lover, should be reading it too. You can subscribe for free at levinforhillsdale.com, L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. There's no strings attached. Generous donors who want to preserve freedom for future generations make it possible for Hillsdale to send in Primus to you for no cost every month. Start receiving and reading in Primus so you can know how to defend the freedom you love. Go to levinforhillsdale.com, L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com, levinforhillsdale.com. Joe Biden was in the Senate about 39 years. Did he sponsor any climate change legislation, quote-unquote? Nothing that I can find, Mr. Producer. He acts like he, he was an observer all these decades, and now he's just decided to run for office as this, this great paragon. Well, uh, wh- what did he do on climate change when he was in the United States Senate for almost 40 years? Nothing. Democrats say they like to follow the science. No, they don't. They never follow the science. They don't even believe that a baby in the womb is a baby. So they can call it a choice. They don't follow the science. There it is. You can see it on the sonogram. You can see it's a baby. It's got a, no, no, that's a choice. It's a feed. It's not a, it's not a human being. But follow the science. We have one of the great pharmaceutical companies in the world that's close to having a vaccine. They should be cheered. Pfizer, the CEO, was on uh, Deface the Nation. He said, we're going to be done probably by the end of October. Then it's up to the FDA and the government. They have 44,000 participants. Started with 30,000. They're going to 44,000. We've never seen anything like this before. Ever. And they have followed all the protocols. And Kamala Harris wants you to believe it's dangerous. They don't follow the science. Their favorite governor is putting Chinese virus positive patients in with senior citizens. He didn't follow the science. They don't say a thing about him. Nothing. Not a word. Shouldn't we be celebrating Pfizer? Shouldn't we be very excited about what's about to take place? No, the Democrats are scared to death that this will happen before the election. They want it to fail. They want the president to hit the brakes. I'll be right back. Now, I know you love freedom. How do I know that? Because you listen to my show. And my show and everything I do is all about preserving freedom and the form of government that secures it for us. It's the same with Hillsdale College, one of the very best truly liberal arts colleges in the nation. 
That's why I talk about them all the time, because Hillsdale is committed to pursuing truth and defending liberty. Hillsdale teaches stellar students to defend freedom, no matter what they major in, whether it's science or music or economics or business, whatever. Hillsdale teaches them how to defend liberty. And they do that for you, too, through their free monthly digest of conservative thought. It's called Primus. 5.4 million Americans receive Primus for free every month. And you, my friend and fellow freedom lover, should be reading it too. You can subscribe for free at levinforhillsdale.com, L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. There's no strings attached. Generous donors who want to preserve freedom for future generations make it possible for Hillsdale to send in Primus to you for no cost every month. Start receiving and reading in Primus so you can know how to defend the freedom you love. Go to levinforhillsdale.com, L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com, levinforhillsdale.com. Nobody says it better than Mark Levin. I'll go with what Mark Levin said, because nobody could say it better. Call in now at 877-381-3811. Sunday Night Football. TV ratings dropped 28% from the 2019 opener. I want to thank you, Levinites, and all the rest of the Patriots out there. You took a knee against the NFL. They took a knee against our country. TV ratings for the first Sunday night football game of the NFL season were down in a big way, reports the Daily Caller. According to the deadline, the Rams beating the Cowboys and SNF was watched by 14.81 million viewers on NBC, scored a 4.7 in the early ratings, which means roughly 4.7% of households watched it. That's a 28% decline in the ratings, a 23% decline in viewership from the 2019 opener. As always, numbers are subject to change as more information comes in, but the numbers aren't pretty. This is what happens when you make everything political. The NFL put two of the biggest names in all pro sports in a primetime game against each other, and still people didn't care as much as they did last year. When you turn sports into political debates, and not just political debates, into a left-wing enterprise, people are going to tune out. It's that simple. Not a mystery. People watch sports to have fun. They don't want to get lectured. Might only be one game, but the NFL's in serious trouble if this is a trend that continues all season long. And I hope it does. The Levin defund movement, the Levin BDS movement, we use their medicine against them. And then we don't need jackasses who get on TV and start lecturing us. Like we're morons, like we don't know anything. Chris Collingsworth. Thursday night football. Cut 22, go. I feel like I have to start off by saying I stand behind these players 100%. 100%. What they're trying to do is create positive change in this country that, frankly, is long, long overdue. So let's just get that out of the way and go call a football game. Wow, how courageous. With the commissioner and the players all saying the same thing. How courageous. What would have been better, Chris Collingsworth, if he had said, you know what, this is a great country. We all get to exercise our First Amendment. We have men and women who've died for that right. But no, no, no. Bring positive change to this country. 
By what? Calling the fans systemically racist? By embracing Black Lives Matter? A Marxist, anarchist, anti-American, anti-Semitic organization? Chris Collingsworth, what do you think about the anti-Semitism? I think the next Thursday Night Football, you should address that. What do you think about that, Chrissy? You know, as people who love America, to listen to these lectures, and quite frankly, as a small percentage of the population of Jews, a Jew to hear Black Lives Matter, this is positive change. No, it's not. There's people who hate my guts. Some people who hate my country. And so he has to make this statement so he's part of the good old boy network. That's what it is. That's what it is. How many broadcasters in this business, that is football, have you heard speak out and say anything contrary to this? None. I mean, Jason Whitlock and so forth. But I mean, people who are covering the game. How many have spoken? Not one. Because this is gutless. This is easy. Let me start this off by saying, gee, wow, what a plan. You got that out. You know, at the end of my show last night on Life, Liberty, and Levin, and I'm not going to indulge this too much, I talked about my grandfather, my great uncle. These were remarkable men, and they weren't alone in my family or in this country. They were extremely poor. Extremely poor as they went through the Depression. And I pointed out that my grandfather and my great uncle, they'd get into one of these old rickety trucks. They would drive it from Philadelphia out to western Pennsylvania, outside of Pittsburgh. They would fill it up with coal, and I mean they would, with shovels and all the dirt and all the dust. They would fill it up with coal, drive it back, all the way back, and go door to door and sell the coal. Because back then, coal was used for cooking, it was used for heating, it was used for many things. And they worked like hell. And then when we were attacked in 1941 at Pearl Harbor... They both joined the Marines. And my grandfather was, he was an older man. He was 34 years old. He joined the Marines, and he wound up at Iwo Jima in Guam. And his brother-in-law, name was William, but they called him Tug or Teddy. He used to sit in the passenger side when he would go and get the call. The two of them would. He fought at uh, Guadalcanal. Now, these were strong, tough street men. My grandfather at the time was pretty big. He was 6'2". He'd been a boxer. Tug, or his brother-in-law, had huge hands, was a very strong man. There was no white privilege. They didn't have any privilege. They worked for every damn thing they got. Everything. They worked for every damn thing they could to take care of their families. Nobody handed them a damn thing. They didn't have welfare. They didn't have food stamps. They didn't have anything. If it was available, they never took it. And that white privilege, when they went over to fight the Japanese, that doesn't look like white privilege to me. Those men fighting on the beaches of Iwo Jima and fighting in Guam and Guadalcanal, that was hell. That was hell on earth. I don't need lectures from Chris Collingsworth or anybody else for that matter. Period. Appalling. Multi-millionaires running up and down a football field. 
a basketball court, baseball fields, Hollywood, living lives that no human beings on the face of the earth have ever lived, regardless of color or anything else. Putting down people who make a fraction of what they make, who break their backs every damn day with dirt under their nails. That they're systemically racist in the greatest country on the face of the earth. And the Democrat Party believes it and promotes it for power. I want you to listen to Joe Biden. I want you to listen to him. How now he's trying to tie these fires in the West to climate change, to the suburbs, to Donald Trump. This is how sick this is. Cut one, go. Donald Trump's climate denial may not have caused these fires. Now, do you believe this? We're the fact checkers. We're the Woodwards. Donald Trump's climate denial may have caused these fires? Go ahead. Record floods and record hurricanes. But if he gets a second term... What record floods and record hurricanes? We've had floods and hurricanes before. Massive floods and massive hurricanes. And this jackass was sitting in the Senate for 39 years. And what the hell did he do about it? If he really believes in this, what did he do? He didn't do anything. Nothing. Go ahead. These hellish events will continue to become more common, more devastating, and more deadly. Meanwhile, Donald Trump warns that integration is threatening our suburbs. It's ridiculous. No, he's not warning that integration is threatening. He's such a friggin' liar, this guy. I despise him. Even in his current mental state. He's always been this way. Donald Trump is not against integration. You were, you jackass. Don't you remember? When you're cozying up to the bigots and the segregationists, Donald Trump has never been a bigot or a segregationist. Not for one second. That was you, you clown. Donald Trump believes the suburbs should have sovereignty, that they should be able to rule over themselves, the towns, the townships, the cities. That's the nature of the country. That's the way it was created. You don't. The suburbs are diverse. They're the most diverse place on this, in this country. Almost 40% of the suburbs, are minority. Almost 40%. It's not about against integration. He doesn't believe this federal government should be zoning and ruling out single-family homes. Ladies and gentlemen, we've done shows on this. What happened to Westchester, New York? Westchester, New York, was taken to court by the Obama-Biden administration, not because there were any issues with race or discrimination, but because they wanted to change Westchester County. It had nothing to do with race or diversity because Westchester County is very diverse. Unlike Vermont, where Bernie Sanders is from. Unlike Martha's Vineyard, where Obama has a home. Unlike Brentwood and Beverly Hills, where LeBron James has a home. And so just in this one or two sentences... Trump's fault climate change. Trump's against integration. Climate change is going to wipe out the suburbs. I mean, folks, this is sick. Go ahead. But you know what is actually threatening our suburbs? 
Wildfires are burning the suburbs in the West. Floods are wiping out suburban neighborhoods in the Midwest. Hurricanes are... Ah, shut up, you idiot. You raise your voice like, a, like you're in a padded room scratching the walls for, uh, for oatmeal. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Now, I know you love freedom. How do I know that? Because you listen to my show. And my show and everything I do is all about preserving freedom and the form of government that secures it for us. It's the same with Hillsdale College, one of the very best truly liberal arts colleges in the nation. That's why I talk about them all the time. Because Hillsdale is committed to pursuing truth and defending liberty. Hillsdale teaches stellar students to defend freedom, no matter what they major in. Whether it's science or music or economics or business, whatever. Hillsdale teaches them how to defend liberty. And they do that for you, too, through their free monthly digest of conservative thought. It's called Imprimus. 5.4 million Americans receive Imprimus for free every month. And you, my friend and fellow freedom lover, should be reading it too. You can subscribe for free at levinforhillsdale.com, L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. There's no strings attached. Generous donors who want to preserve freedom for future generations make it possible for Hillsdale to send in Primus to you for no cost every month. Start receiving and reading in Primus so you can know how to defend the freedom you love. Go to levinforhillsdale.com, L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com, levinforhillsdale.com. Honest to God, folks, greatest country in the world, do we really want a certified idiot to be president of the United States? Everything aside, can you imagine listening to this guy for four years? I mean, really? Guy needs to be in one of those white coats. What do you call those things? Where you tie them up? I don't know. And then he raises his voice. So now they've tied the suburbs, straitjacket, the suburbs to climate change, to floods, hurricanes, fires, and Donald Trump. How stupid. If you were in third grade doing a test and you write that stuff, they, you know what, we're going to hold you back. You're just not, you're not with it, Joe. They must think you are so damn stupid. It's climate change and Trump. That's why we have fired. The Democrats control Washington State, Oregon, and California. And it's Mother Nature's fault and Trump's fault. Now think about that. The Democrats control these cities. It's not climate change burning these cities. It's the left burning these cities. That's Trump's fault and federal law enforcement's fault. Now think about it. We've got the China virus. Pelosi calls it the Trump virus. So the virus all over the world. That's Trump's fault. Now, how much are you going to put up with this bull crap? It's a big signing ceremony at the White House tomorrow. And um, it involves Israel and Benjamin Netanyahu. It involves the UAE, among others, and, of course, the President of the United States, who's done a fantastic job in spreading peace. They don't talk about that. We'll see if we can track down my buddy Ron Dermer. He's the ambassador from Israel to the United States. We've become very, very close friends. 
if he's not with the prime minister, to talk about that later in the day. On life, liberty, and Levin, oh my lord. This is the schedule. Sometimes people back out. This coming Sunday, the President of the United States. The following Sunday, the Secretary of State. The Sunday after that, Senator Ted Cruz, very, very close friend. The Sunday after that, another close friend, man I call my pastor, Pastor Hagee. That's just the next four shows. It's a grand slam, isn't it, Mr. Producer? And so we will uh, bring you the very best broadcasting we can, particularly in the lead-up to the election. That is where I am focused, focused, focused. All these people with books, if I can help you, great, but I need to focus on the, uh, on the country now in the election. We will have the uh, Republican leader of the House, Kevin McCarthy, is asked to come on. He'll come on at the end of the program. He, he very much wants to talk about uh, the issues that are important, and I think he's got a very good collection of issues that he wants to discuss, among other things. So that'll be very exciting. Do I owe you a commercial, Mr. Producer, or am I okay? So we have the Democrats now, in addition to blaming the president for the wildfires on the West Coast. Not the governors, not the legislators, not Biden, who's been around since, uh, you know, forever. No, no, the president. You're going to buy that? If you buy that, you're out of your mind. The failure to run these cities and protect police officers, that's the president's fault. That's sick, I'm telling you. Systemic racism, whatever that is. They can't even define it on the left. They can't even define it. You just have to believe it. You damn well better believe in it or else, I'll tell you what. That's the president's fault. President securing the border. He's having to grow the economy twice. He's built up the military. He's trying to defend police officers and bring law and order to this country. He's done more for the black community, the Hispanic community, the Asian community, than every Democrat president in modern history, as far as I can tell. I'll be right back. From the Westwood One Podcast Network. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811. 877-381-3811. By the way, Mr. Producer, this Chris Collingsworth, I noticed he didn't announce right there and then, you know what? Given the systemic racism that exists and the need for positive change in this country, I'm stepping down and I'm giving my slot to an African-American. He didn't do that, did he? See what I mean, ladies and gentlemen? This guy's a joke. Most of these people are a joke. Most of these people are pathetic. They're hypocrites through and through. 
These two sheriff's deputies are shot. The intent was to murder them. They're in the hospital. And you have uh, some thugs who are trying to get into the hospital who are saying they hope they die or doing oink oink and all the rest of it. Have you heard these people denounced by a single athlete? By one athlete? Have you heard these people denounced on ESPN? I'm asking an honest question. I haven't heard it. I'm prepared to stay and correct it. But if it was, it was in passing. Maybe one or two people. That's it. That's it. I didn't hear anybody talk about that. Kamala Harris, you might recall on the late show, June 18, 2020. I want you folks to listen to this stuff. Stephen Colbert. Stephen Colbert has a brother who's a lawyer who pronounces his last name Colbert, just so you know. He's a Washington lawyer. So Stephen Colbert does that, and his brother says Colbert. Cut 11, go. How important is it for these protests to continue? It's critically important, and I'm going to tell you something. I made a very conscious decision to become a prosecutor. I grew up in a community that was not always on the, the, the best end of law enforcement in terms of how the laws what, were. What is it with her and AOC who pretend to have been brought up in poverty? She wasn't brought up in poverty, neither was AOC. Now, my parents were brought up in poverty, but they didn't go around bragging about it. Anyway, go ahead. A black man I know, be he a relative or a friend, who has not been the subject of some form of racial profiling or excessive force. Oh uh, yes, there, there, there are black people who have not been subjected to excessive force. I can bring them on this program. And in terms of racial profiling, it would depend on the situation. But anyway, go ahead. So when I made a decision to become a prosecutor, it was a conscious decision, which was to go inside the system and, and have some leverage there to effectuate She's change. She's so full of crap. And did you effectuate change and did racial profiling and excessive force stop when you were Attorney General of California? Is that what happened, ladies and gentlemen? When you were district attorney in San Francisco, you snapped your fingers and quote-unquote all this stuff went away. Is that what happened? What a fraud. Go ahead. I say that to say this. The only way we're going to truly achieve change is when there are people in the system who are willing or pushing to do it, and when there are those folks who are outside of the system demanding it. I am very clear that some of the success that we've been able to achieve around criminal justice reform would not have happened in recent years were it not for Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter? Is that why the president did what he did? I don't think he ever heard of Black Lives Matter. Now, this is a violent, I want to remind you, she is promoting a violent, Marxist, anti-Semitic, anti-nuclear um, family, and worse, organization. That's what she's doing. A candidate for vice president of the United States. And there's no books out on her. This is what amazes me. Where are all the articles on Kamala Harris and her background and all that? None. Where are all the books on, on Joe Biden, the ex-staffers? None. None. There aren't any. Go ahead. 
and the the intensity and the brilliance of that movement. The brilliance of the Black Lives Matter movement. Are you listening? Because you need to listen. The brilliance of the Black Lives Matter movement. Go ahead. Forced at least that that there would be some counterforce to the status quo, which is so reluctant for change, if not hostile. The status quo, reluctant to change. Joe Biden is the status quo. She is the status quo. She served for years as DA, for years as Attorney General, two years in the Senate. It's Donald Trump who's the outsider. He never served in any political position before he became president of the United States. He's the outsider. And Joe Biden, could they have picked a candidate who doesn't have a longer resume and record of serving in Washington, D.C.? They want to have it always here. They want to embrace Black Lives Matter, a radical, militant, violent Marxist organization, plus portray themselves as moderates at the same time. And the press is trying to get away with it with them as well. Go ahead. That's what these movements do. That where these systems are so invested and ingrained in what they call tradition, but is status quo, often which can oh, be... Oh, tradition. Can't have tradition. Who the hell is Kamala Harris? Honest to God. She got elected to the DA in San Francisco. Big deal. She got elected in a one-party state in California to attorney general. Big deal. She got elected to the Senate a one-party state. In Cal- Big deal. And now she's a philosopher king. Now she can tell everybody how to live. What the hell is this? She's a hack. But yay for BLM. Now, BLM activists, as I said, last night were in front of this hospital calling for the death of these two police officers, calling them pigs, trying to get into the hospital, were pushed back. They should be rounded up and locked up. That's exactly what should take place. But here are BLM activists Remember, Kamala Harris didn't make exceptions. She embraces the entire organization. Cut 12, go. And I want to deliver a message to the family I want to deliver a message to the family of the pigs. I hope they effing die. Not to be outdone is this reprobate, Sonny Houston, A-O-S-T-I-N. A moron, one of the dumbest lawyers I've ever heard. Now, these are just from clips. Who the hell watches these yentas and around a table? Who can stand it? But listen to this idiot. Cut 13, go. My understanding is that according to a new Fox News poll, more voters classify BLM unrest as riots rather than protests. And that is scary because that's feeding into this narrative that the Trump campaign has been That's putting- very scary, ladies and gentlemen. Because you see, 93% of the protests are nonviolent, she's going to say. Because that's the talking point. Really, Sonny? May I call you Sonny, even though you're dreary? It should be dreary, Houston. 99.9% of police interaction with minorities is peaceful. Wow. 99.9%. It's peaceful. Did you know that, dreary Houston? Why don't you repeat that tomorrow on your The Yenta Show? The Yenta. Five morons. Well, not McCain. Four morons, I guess. 
Go ahead. And if you really look at the facts, 93%, 93% of protests are non-violent. Let me show you how outrageous this is. That means 7% are violent. Burning down buildings, looting, physically assaulting people, 7%. For dreary Houston, that's okay. That's an okay number. 7%. We have 320 million people in this country. 1% is what, Mr. Producer? 32 million? A more history than math, but let's, let's say so. 32 million? So 200,000 is what? A fraction of a fraction, right, Mr. Producer? So according to Dreary Houston, the fact that we've had almost 200,000 deaths from the coronavirus is not a big deal, right? Isn't that right? It's a tiny percent, way under 7%, way under 1% of the population. See how pathetic this is? See how sickening this is? How stupid it is? Murder is murder, mayhem is mayhem, arson is arson, and looting is looting. This woman's supposed to be a lawyer. Supposed to be a lawyer. You know, 93% of the protests are nonviolent, so 7% of them are violent. That's a big number, particularly if you're on the wrong end of it. It's a far bigger number than the number of uh, police brutality cases, which is a tiny fraction. Tiny fraction. But whatever you do, don't let facts get in the way of an ideologue like Dreary Houston. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Have you gotten your letter from the IRS yet? These last few years have not been easy on the American family. And with tax season finally arriving, there'll be millions of hardworking people and businesses that could struggle even more due to the IRS working against them. Well, America First Tax Group can help put an end to your worries. Just one phone call to 800-806-1299. Hello, 800-806-1299. And you'll be in touch with the America First Tax Group, a full-service tax company that'll fight the IRS and help put you on the path to financial freedom. Their experts can help you or your business with any tax-related problems you may have, from dealing with your back taxes to granting you access to tax relief and much more. Don't wait. Get in touch with America First Tax Group today by calling 800-806-1299. That's 800-806-1299 or americafirsttaxgroup.com slash Levin. Again, 800-806-1299 or americafirsttaxgroup.com. Dot com slash L-E-V-I-N. All right, Mr. Reducer, I do not have my call screen up, but I think it's only fair to check in with some of our callers. Who do you recommend that I speak to? New York XM Satellite, Sal, how are you, sir? Thank you, Mark. Appreciate you taking my call, and I'm a big fan of your show on Sundays. Thank you. I wanted to call... Thank you. I wanted to call. I don't think enough is talked about the accomplishments the Trump administration has done for the environment. You know, people like AOC think you could change the weather with the stroke of a pen, and that makes it easy for her to talk about it. I, I don't but think again, so. I think they believe you can change the weather by destroying capitalism. That's what they believe. 
That's, that's true, too. But if you look at things like the Save Our Seas Act, that was a bill passed and signed by Donald Trump. And people should read about that. That's a big one. And then the other big, big one was the bill he passed that protected wilderness in the western part of the country. That was the biggest protection bill. Look, in- this, this stuff doesn't persuade me because I happen to know, as a matter of fact, that 25 percent of the continental United States is owned by the federal government. And a huge percentage of that 25% is not available for human beings. So passing more bills where the federal government controls more land or it can do less on the land, the problem here is not that the forests and the timber areas in California and Oregon and Washington State aren't pristine. The problem is they aren't managed by human beings. And this idea that human beings create all the environmental disasters, is an effort by the left to control human beings. And we cannot let them get away with it. So they're going to talk about climate change the way they would talk about mystics and uh, the North Star. And This has nothing to do with climate change. This has to do with human mismanagement of forests, of timber areas, and basically the left. You'll notice that the vast majority of this happens where the blue governments are in control. Same with the vast majority of lawlessness. They have experiment after experiment when it comes to education, when it comes to the environment, when it comes to the lack of law enforcement. Their experiments are failures, and we must pin them on their chests. That's what we must do. All right? Well, I guess that, and that's all good. I guess what I would like to see happen in the future is if these folks on the left think that they have ideas to make our environment better, all he's willing to do is listen, and he'll work with them, but they just don't want to come to the table and talk rationally about it. Okay, and they have never talked rationally about the environment, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, That's what the whole Green uh, New Deal is about. It is about, look, whether it's the environment, whether it's race, whether it's immigration, whether it's capitalism, for the Marxist mindset, and that's what we're talking about here, it's all the same thing. These are just different fig leaves to get to the same result. And the same result is to destroy that which exists. You even heard Kamala Harris bumble over and bumble over this. The status quo and tradition, you must eliminate them. If you understand Marx, the world begins today. We must wash ourselves, cleanse ourselves of human history, of material history, and the world begins now. And that's what this is all about. Climate change is just another way to destroy capitalism and another way to destroy individualism, another way to destroy um, uh, these successes that we've had in this country. And so what you see is the opposite happens. The most dangerous places to live right now are where the forests are and the timber areas are in blue states because they're not managed. They're the most dangerous. I mean, think about your own home. If you have piles and piles of leaves and piles and piles of dead trees that have been rotting there for a couple of years, you're going to move them, aren't you? Sal, I'm talking to you. You're going to move them, aren't you? You're going to eliminate hazards, absolutely. Right, you're going to move them so your house doesn't burn down. Okay, well, the same applies to a forest and so forth. And we used to know how to do this stuff. We used to bring loggers in. You're not allowed to bring loggers in anymore. You just not, and because it's a religion. 
It's a religion with the left, whether it's climate change. It's a religion now, systemic racism, people who really you know, get into this and, and almost chant it. You're never going to be able to talk them out of it. It's, it's, it's now a part of their faith. All right, Sal, good call. I appreciate it, my friend. Let's go to Steve Atwater, California, the great KSFO. How are you? Uh, great. How are you doing? Thank you for your show. You got it. Um, anyway, I just wanted to uh, see if anybody has brought up the question about, uh, you know, back in the good old days when they used to log, they used to cut the big trees mm-hmm. um, and they would bring a load down. There would be a one log load. And these trees, I don't know, maybe 253 hundred years old or more uh and the if you count the growth rings or look at the growth rings on these trees you can see areas where they had lots of rainfall for a long period of time the growth rings are spaced out real wide they had good years and then in the drought years you can see where they're very very close together and they struggled you can even see burn scars on the inside the growth rings where they healed up uh-oh. And uh, I'm yeah. sure a forestry research center would uh, uh, have some of those, you know, on record. And I have read this also, that there was 25-year droughts in the past and 50-year droughts. And, um, you know, this was probably back in the wagon days. Um, <clears throat> so that's I just wanted to throw that in. And look, and it's very important. We've all read about horrendous floods. We've all read about horrendous hurricanes, horrendous earthquakes, horrendous fires. It didn't all start today. The, the left depends on the public's ignorance. The media depend on the public's ignorance. And so they want everybody to believe they're going to get worse and worse and worse because of us, the human being. Us. We, the human being, have no control over floods. We have no control over droughts. We have no control over any of this. We've had droughts before. They've had droughts all over the world. And the funny thing is, where there's the least amount of of development and industrialization, the weather doesn't say, you know what? There's no CO2 there. We're moving on. Africa gets slammed. The Middle East gets slammed. Other parts of the world get slammed that aren't nearly as advanced as we are. Thanks for your call. We'll be right back. Are you an individual or business owner facing the heavy burden of back taxes, levies, or wage garnishments? Life's challenges, especially those brought on by the economic impact of COVID-19 and inflation, can take a toll on your financial well-being. Now, the IRS has eliminated over a billion dollars in tax penalties and interest for back taxes. America First Tax Group is here to help you claim your share of these billions in tax relief before the IRS can claim the government's share and clamp down. Call them now, 800-806-1299. The IRS has people working to collect your money, but it's time to turn the tables, folks. America First Tax Group is a full-service tax boutique that puts clients first. They understand the stress of dealing with tax problems, and they will be your guide through the process. Don't wait. Time is of the essence. Call America First Tax Group. Here's the number, 800-806-1299. 800-806-1299 or visit AmericaFirstTaxGroup.com slash Levin. Mark Levin, an unapologetic patriot and unapologetic constitutionalist. You can reach him at 877-381-3811. 
So you watch these riots. You watch the, the unbelievable assassination attempt on these police officers. Then you watch Black Lives Matter members try and rush the hospital, cheer for their deaths, and so many disgusting things. It'll absolutely sicken you. You know, John Locke once said, law is not to abolish or restrain, but to preserve and enlarge freedom. Where there's no law, there's no freedom. So you want to let Antifa or BLM or other rioters burn down your cities, there goes your freedom. You want to get rid of the cops, there goes your freedom. You want to elect Joe Biden, there goes your freedom. As you've heard me say many times, I have a liberty agenda. And at Levin TV, which airs on the Blaze TV network, you can watch this come to life with our conservative, pro-American content that reveres our Constitution and champions our individual freedoms. This is what we do each and every day. And there's never been a better time to check us out. Just go to levintv.com, L-E-V-I-N-T-V.com, and sign up today for a free 30-day trial. Now that's right, we're going to give you a full month of Levin TV and all the other great shows on the Blaze TV network at no cost to you whatsoever. But only if you subscribe right now. And if you're able to, I want to strongly encourage it. That's levintv.com, L-E-V-I-N-T-V.com, levintv.com. You know, Mr. Producer, I have to stop announcing who my guests are going to be. Remember yesterday I mentioned I was going to have the Secretary of State and this one. I really have to stop doing that. You know why, right? It's just... (laughs) What a business this is. All right. Let me see here. Do I have my... uh, Hold on. I want to see if I have my... There it is. Juan, Miami, Florida. Listening to great WJNO. How are you, sir? Oh, fine, Mark. It's an honor to speak with such an American patriot. Thank you for getting my call. Thank you, sir. Uh, I have two points that I want to bring up. Number one happens to be with this racial pandering that we're seeing constantly on professional sports. And the second is Nikita Khrushchev. I'll make it brief. The first one is I turned to watch the USTA, the men's, excuse me, the men's and the women's uh, tennis final. And on center court, because of Black Lives Matter, uh, uh, they, they set up the first four rows behind the server's line that you could see these makeshift figures of Black Lives Matters and names. So for four hours, you had to be watching. All right, let, let's slow down a, a minute. What are there, about uh, three black athletes in, uh, in tennis? Uh, well, there are quite a few. Well, one of them, the one who won, uh, uh, Naomi Osaka, every day that she was on TV or where she played, she was wearing a mask with the name of each of these individuals who have fallen through the hands of the police officer for whatever reason may be. So we had to... Let, let, me, let me ask you a question, Juan, because it says here you're a vet, and I want to thank you. Isn't it amazing that they don't wear on their masks or on their helmets or on their jerseys the names of men and women in uniform who've recently died defending this country in one hellhole or another? Absolutely, absolutely. But one, one thing that they did honor was the, 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 the individuals who put their, because their, their, I was an Army surgeon, the people who put their front line uh, in, in dealing with COVID in New York City. So they teamed up with a, one of the professional athletes and gave thank you to these individuals. Well, that's a good thing. That was, that was fun. That yes. was very, very good. But you see these, 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 these uh, reporters are pandering, and it was interesting, right at the end, 
uh, the winner, which is Naomi, she was wearing a mask with a Black Lives Matter, but had a name, I forgot which individual. And the reporter asked her at the end, how did it feel? Did her message get across? Do you think that she learned from it? She threw it right back at the reporter and says, well, did you learn anything from it? He paused. He didn't know what was coming. So they got to follow. Good for her. And the second thing that I'm tying to this is that in 1959, and the United Nations, Nikita Khrushchev outlined 10 items while saying that communism and socialism will happen in the United States without an invasion for Russia. And you've alluded to many times in your show, penetrate the schools through education, uh, make the, the society dependent on government, take care of their health care, et cetera. I mean, you can look it up, and maybe you can bring it up on your show someday. And we're seeing that happen right now in our country. It's sad to say And when you defend your country and you fight hard for its liberty, when you see what's going on, it's that, Everything All right, let me, let, me, let, me, let me ask you this. Let me use you, if you don't mind, to ask you this question. When have Biden and Harris promoted the free market system of economics? Never, and I'm a Cuban... Hold on. When have, they, when have they promoted private property rights? Never. When have they promoted um, law enforcement? Never. When have they promoted, I mean, I can go down the list here. When have they promoted the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, individualism? In other words, these are people who are alien to and hostile to the American founding, which has made this country so great. It made it possible for Kamala Harris to be a vice presidential running mate. It made it possible for a man like Joe Biden to be, a Democrat, uh, to be the Democrat presidential running mate. It made it possible for the NFL and the NBA, and the Major League Base, and for all these things to exist and prosper. Go ahead. Well, people don't know it, and I regularly used to say, you're only, we're only one generation away. I'm a product of the American Well, they Supreme do know it. I've said it a thousand times, and it's actually the last paragraph in Liberty and Tyranny. Go ahead. My father was a, my father was a prisoner in Cuba, a political prisoner. Mm-hmm. They released, and we applied for a visa to the United States. I became a product of the American dream, and I became an Army surgeon, taught my, served my country for 12 years, put three kids through college, three weddings. So that tells you this is a product of the American dream. And that's what mm-hmm. it should be for everybody. And when you see what these people are trying to destroy, they have no hell idea what socialism and communism is. Because they've never experienced it. Exactly. LeBron exactly. James came straight out of high school and went into professional basketball. He's a billionaire. He's never experienced... I'm not saying he hasn't experienced discrimination. The man has never, ever experienced what it's like to live in in one of these police states, period. Oh, Candace called it correctly last night on your show, which was, I think, one of your best shows. I loved it. She was, she was great. Yep. Yeah. Well, thank you, Mark. I appreciate it. All right, Juan. You too. Take care of yourself. Mike, Atlanta, Georgia, on the Mark Levin app. Mike, how are you, sir? Thank you. You're, you're a great voice for a reason out there. The only one we can listen to. I appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, quick question for you. Uh, if Biden is going to use Trump's response to COVID as a campaign issue, which, by the way, we both know is 100 percent wrong, mm-hmm. uh, you have a, a good ear with the government. Why can't we get them to play? Right I, I, I wouldn't say with the government, but anyway, go ahead. <laughs> with the right government. Why can't we uh, get uh, Trump's campaign to play Ron Klain's own admission and video? about the Obama-O'Biden response, or lack of response to H1N1. Uh, well, I, I have explained this over and over. I don't know what else I can do. I've probably discussed it, Mr. Producer, what, five times? Five times. 
So I'm not going to play it over and over and over again. But uh, I've discussed it at great length, how they screwed up in 2009. All right, my friend, thank you for your call. And the people who listen regularly, they are going to say, oh, there he goes again. Yeah, he just keeps repeating himself. Edgar, Sonora, California, the great KVML. How are you, Edgar? I am well, sir. Thank you, Mark, for everything you do. And you've uh, shaped my life uh, in a way that my father did. Well, first of all, you had a great father. And secondly, thank you, sir. Go right ahead. Yes, um, I would uh, like to start with saying I'm from California, and my, if my phone goes out, it's because of the smoke. <laughs> so bear with me. But, no, uh, we had a guy go on the news who happens, uh, he happens to, and I have an accent, happens to be the mayor of Gal or the governor of California, Gavin Newsom, mm-hmm. telling me that it's uh, climate change that's causing these fires and not the lack right. of forestry. Uh, PMCSing. All right. Now get to your point before I have to go. Okay, Roger. Um, we've changed. I changed everybody's mind in my little circle uh, just by showing them the facts. So we are voting Trump, even though we were born in another country. We're, I was. Uh, I'm an American born in Mexico, but I served overseas, Iraq and Afghanistan. Thank I'll you. I'll do it again. But I, you're welcome. But. We are going Trump. We've seen what's going on everywhere. And we Is, isn't, let, me, let me try it this way. You're in California. I lived briefly in California. Um, I guess in the early 19... Uh, what the hell, when? I don't even remember at this point. But the fact is, everybody wanted to come to California, didn't they, Edgar? Oh, yes, sir. It was uh, Google. I was there in uh, 80, what, 91? When Everybody Google... wanted to come to California, the land of opportunity. You can become whatever you want. Um, it, it, it was just fascinating. It was a completely different spirit in the state and so forth. The Democrats managed to take control briefly, and then they used that brief control to take permanent control. They destroyed the uh, electoral institutions in California in order to build up the Democrat Party. Uh, they took over most of the courts, uh, they took over the various commissions and the bureaucracy, and they've choked the hell out of that state, and they destroyed it in many ways for Republicans uh, and others. So it's a one-party state. And now, when they have responsibility for managing the forests and timber and so forth, uh, because they're ideologues pushing an abstraction uh, that doesn't work, uh, they blame another abstraction climate change. It's climate change. And then, and then they have the gall to blame the President of the United States. Yes. Oh, just, like, uh, just like the Wuhan virus. Yes. Or the Chinese virus, or uh, they, uh, uh, uninformed Americans call it the COVID-19. Right. I, I mean, it's shocking. You're to literally blame the President. And by the way, the press sits there and they smile. They write it down. They just write down whatever the Democrats... It's climate change and it's Trump's fault. And you see this in all the newspapers today. Yes. Well, here's one thing I would like to say before I go, uh, sir. Um, it's Donald Trump that I am a patriot. It's uh, Donald Trump's fault. Uh, I will continue to be a patriot. <laughs> you're, so you're a Hispanic American who's voting for Trump? Yes, sir. I was born in Guadalajara, Jalisco. I am, I am an American born in Mexico. Amen. Yo nací en Guadalajara, Jalisco. And whatever you said, I agree with you. I was born in Guadalajara, Jalisco. Thank you so much. Oh, I, no, I really I, oh, now I know what you're saying. I'll tell you what. 
we can use more men like you. That's for sure. Thank you, buddy. Take care, and thank you for your service, Edgar. Guadalajara is what he said. My hearing's going, my sight's going, you know, Mr. Reducer. But one thing's not going, I can't get into that. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. In today's digital age, where cyber threats loom larger than ever, safeguarding your personal information is paramount. So why is Congress considering a law that could put your credit card data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? This Durbin Marshall credit card bill could jeopardize your financial data, make it more susceptible to cyber intrusions. It's a controversial bill that proposes a shift in billions of dollars worth of consumer transactions to payment networks that lack the robust security measures consumers rely on. Who could possibly want that? Well, the answer, woke corporate megastores seeking to inflate their multi-billion dollar profit margins. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill will undermine our safe and convenient payment systems and endanger your data security. It's time to take a stand. Visit electronicpaymentscoalition.org. Make your voice heard. Tell your senators to oppose the radical Durbin Marshall credit card bill paid for by the Electronic Payments Coalition. All right, this is, uh, it's more than a rumor, but I think CBS should let us know one way or another. I'm certainly not saying one way or another, but I, I've been hearing that CBS might have a partial interest in the Drudge Report. Again, I don't know this for a fact. I'm not making an allegation, but I would like CBS News or CBS Corporate to confirm this or deny this. I'm not trying to spread gossip. I'm not trying to spread a rumor. I honestly don't know. I don't know for a fact. But perhaps CBS will let us know. Because there's a little too much secrecy going on around that site. And the site is absolutely viciously anti-Trump. And it really is, even though I think Drudge has turned on Trump, I, but I, I think the, the level of vitriol and the cancerous propaganda and the links... Maybe it is one of these news corporations. Again, I don't know this for a fact. CBS might have a partial interest in it. I don't know this for a fact, but perhaps CBS can let us know. I certainly don't want to accuse them of anything. But I think they ought to let us know and say, no, we have no no interest in it whatsoever. Don't you agree, Mr. Producer? They should just say, no, it's not us. We have no interest in it. And, of course, we would print that and post that and everything else. But there's something very fishy going on there, and I, and I don't really appreciate it. Here we are, a lead-up to an election. We have the Democrat Party with hundreds of millions of dollars in dark money. We have the Democrat Party with money coming in, massive amounts of, monies, of money, almost $400 million, where people are marking that they're unemployed, so they don't have to reveal who, who their employers are. Some people are wondering if it's foreign money that's moving into the Biden campaign. Of course, there's not a single news operation in this country, at least a a broadcast, that gives a damn about any of that. It is broadcast news. And yet that's very, very serious. And then we have uh, Bloomberg, who is going to put $100 million, he says, could be a head fake, but he says in Florida, to try and buy that state and knock off Trump. 
and elect Biden. So there's all sorts of stuff going on. Soros, remember that article the other day? He's putting like half a billion dollars into this race with various front groups and so forth. So there's heavy, heavy dark money, big time billionaires and millionaires pouring an enormous amount of money into the Biden campaign or the Biden election effort to try and defeat Trump because Trump's shaking things up, folks. Trump is shaking things up. And these people don't like that. In fact, in the next hour, in addition to Kevin McCarthy, and we have a wonderful candidate coming on as well, um, in addition to uh, Burgess Owen, Owens, in addition to that, I want to talk about the uh, Biden campaign is now expanding its legal team. Uh, the, uh, you've heard me talk about the, uh, the games that they played, almost like military games for a possible coup if Trump wins. This is serious stuff. If the Democrats take the House, they intend to eliminate the filibuster. These are all tyrannical, totalitarian moves. Tyrannical, totalitarian moves. None of this will happen unless a majority of Americans vote for these people. None of this will happen unless they win the Electoral College. All of it's going to happen if more of them vote than us. All of it. If you haven't tried Super Beat Soft Chews, you're missing out. My wife loves this stuff. Super Beat Soft Chews combine non-GMO beets with a powerful new ingredient, grape seed extract. And she's an athlete. The grapeseed extract used in Super Beach Chews has been clinically shown to be two times as effective at supporting normal blood pressure as a healthy lifestyle alone. Better blood pressure means more energy, the way nature intended, without the jittery caffeine or stimulants. Now you can take just two delicious chews a day, anytime, anywhere, to get the blood pressure support you need and the energy you want. So do what I did and support your heart health with delicious Super Beach Chews, and they are delicious. Get your Super Beach Chews today. Here's where you go. LevinsBeats.com. That's all plural. L-E-V-I-N-S-B-E-E-T-S.com. LevinsBeats.com. And when you buy two bags, they'll throw in the third one for free. That's LevinsBeats.com. L-E-V-I-N-S-B-E-E-T-S.com. LevinsBeats.com. Carol. Portland, Oregon, XM Satellite, Carol. I hope you're okay. Hello. Um, I love your shows. Um, I wanted to tell you that um, you're right about the um, fires and they're not climate change. I was, I've lived, uh, I'm going to be 60 this week, and uh, I've grown up around uh, about 45 miles from Portland, Oregon, and uh, my family's been in the logging business my whole life, and my husband, he's does that now, and He's out in the middle of it. He's not at a, on a de- in a desk. But um, uh, I remember when I was a kid, um, they did slash burns, uh, controlled burns, and we hated the smell. But um, it did, we didn't have fires like this then. And now that we have the fires, I mean, it's smoky outside my house right now. It's horrible. It's it's horrible. You had logging. You had uh, slash burning. You had. Uh clearing going on you had you had management of forests and timber areas you do not have that anymore in much of the west coast particularly california and oregon and obviously washington state and this is the consequence it's nothing to do with trump and nothing to do with climate change everything to do with left-wing democrats thank you ma'am we'll be right back 
from the Westwood One Podcast Network. Ladies and gentlemen, this final hour of the podcast is sponsored exclusively by AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens. Now over 2 million conservative members strong, AMAC believes in and stands up for the values that we care about, faith, family, and freedom. Thank you for listening, and please support AMAC. And you can become a member at amac.us slash join. He's here. He's here. Now broadcasting from the underground command post in the bowels of a hidden bunker somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. The Democrats are burning down our cities. They're burning down our forests. See, I can talk like a liberal. Yes, they are. And now they want to burn down the United States Senate. Breitbart.com, Harris Alec, a cadre of high-profile Democrats are assembling a coalition to kill the Senate filibuster should former Vice President Joe Biden win this November and the party take full control of the Congress. NBC News reported that a new group called Fix Our Senate was in the early stages of getting up and running. You see all these shadowy front groups that are being created for all kinds of things to raise money. You know, I kind of coined this phrase, silent coup, for modern political talk. There was a book called Silent Coup. But I started to talk about silent coup. Others picked it up and things reverberate in this business. It's just the way it is. But I'm not sure coup is the right word anymore after all these years. This is a violent insurrection. It is an insurrection into our political system, into our economic system, into our culture, into our society to try and destroy it. It's an insurrection. And I think we should start using that word because it fits perfectly with the Insurrection Act, which has as its purpose to put down an insurrection. NBC News reports that a group called Fix Our Senate was in the early stages getting up and running. The organization will help coordinate messaging for groups, activists, and senators supporting the abolition of the filibuster, a Senate rule requiring a three-fifths supermajority, usually 60, to end debate on legislation. So what they want to do is eliminate the filibuster rule so they can push through everything with 51 senators. That'll be the first time in in history, or certainly in most of our history. There's no point for a Senate anymore if it's going to conduct itself like the House of Representatives. There just isn't. And the reason they want to do this, and they're very open about it, is to push the radical Marxist agenda. And so that can't be stopped under any circumstances. You think I'm kidding when I keep saying they want to turn the United States into California. That's exactly what they want to do. Temporary control becomes permanent control. And then there's nowhere to go, no state to go. This is it. So they're going to try and destroy the filibuster rule. They will destroy it. They'll get rid of it. 
They're going to try and bring in D.C. and Puerto Rico as states, and therefore four Democrat senators, making it virtually impossible for the Republicans to ever take the Senate. I would argue that you have to do that under the Constitution, particularly with respect to D.C., since it's the District of Columbia. But nonetheless, they're lawless. They'll keep rolling through, and they'll hope that they get John Roberts and the court to go along with them, and they may well. It's like the issue of citizenship. Plain as day for the census, but the courts don't agree, so that's that. Twenty-two million illegal aliens in this country are suddenly going to get citizenship. And 75% or 80% of them will vote Democrat, of the adults. This is how you do it. This is what they're going to do. And then eventually they'll get rid of the Electoral College. They won't have to at that point. They'll own that too. So all the firewalls that are in the Constitution, having trashed the Constitution, having crashed, uh, trashed the, uh, the people who wrote it, adopted it, and ratified it, with the 1619 Propaganda Project, with the help of the New York Times and our public schools. You can see where we are under attack at every level of this culture and society. Every level. And should Donald Trump win? Over at the Atlantic and other places, they call it a coup. They're talking about an insurrection. Violent. And I'm going to tell you something, and I keep saying, at some point, a violent insurrection is met with violence. And this is what worries me. And I want to repeat this so Media Matters can hear. This is a criminal front group that abuses our Internal Revenue Code laws. Uh, It pretends it's a charitable, nonpartisan organization. That's pretty funny. I don't know how they get away with that. I don't know where the IRS auditors are, but there you have it. And what, the, uh, what needs to be done is what other presidents have done over time, and I think this president will do should he be reelected, and that is to trigger the Insurrection Act to put down an insurrection. Because that's what's happening in this country. So Biden campaign expands legal team. This is ABC News. Former Vice President Joe Biden's campaign is expanding its legal operation in anticipation of a major fight over voting this fall, bringing in two former U.S. Solicitors General, other top attorneys to oversee what could devolve into a fierce battle over the results of the November vote. I think I've been telling you this for three months. And there was an article about a month or so ago, give or take a week, about how Biden had already brought in 600 lawyers. This is obviously their plan. Hillary Clinton saying, uh, don't concede under any circumstances. So we are really dealing with this, this Marxist operation with its fascistic practices. It's the same party that supported spies in the Trump campaign before. It's the same party that refused to investigate the conduct of the FISA courts, the FBI director, the deputy FBI director, and on and on. That's the party. For months, the Biden for President campaign has been quietly building a massive election protection program. Listen to that. The largest in presidential campaign history, a campaign uh, Biden advisor said of the new legal expansion. They're going to undermine the integrity of the vote. They're going to undermine the integrity of the election. That's the purpose of these lawyers. The program involves integrated legal communications and political strategies to ensure that jurisdictions are properly prepared 
to handle the challenges that come with holding safe in-person voting and also to combat misinformation about voting via mail. The legal team will focus on an aggressive, quote-unquote, response to activity they view as voter suppression. We'll also include robust programs for identifying and countering foreign interference and misinformation, and on and on and on. And the new operation was announced on Monday. will be helmed by Dana Remus, the Biden campaign general counsel, and Bob Bauer, a former White House counsel. That guy's a real sleazeball. But it doesn't end there. The legal team also includes former solicitors general Donald Verrilli, Walter Dellinger. I didn't even know he was still alive. No offense. Who will oversee the campaign's national litigation team. A separate group, listen to this, at the law firm of Perkins Coie, will be led by prominent election lawyer Mark Elias. Does that name ring a bell with anyone, Mr. Producer? Remember him? He was effectively the bagman that delivered the money from the DNC and the Hillary campaign, as I recall, for the dossier. He's a real hitman, that guy. He'll focus on state-by-state voter access issues, ensuring an accurate vote count. Former Attorney General Eric Holder will also hold a role in the... So you see what they're doing. They're bringing all the uh, disgusting, phony lawyers into this uh, system. So we're going to be ready for this. We're going to fight. We're not going to roll over. We're not going to be in a fetal position. This is going to be a big fight. But I want to encourage all of you. All of you. You've got to vote. Make sure you register the vote. If you get a mail-in ballot and you want to use a mail-in ballot, don't wait till the last minute. If you're not going to be around, use your absentee ballot. Don't wait till the last minute. Use whatever tools you want to use. Make sure you vote. Again, make sure you're registered. And then do the same thing with your family members your friends, your co-workers, and your neighbors. You're the precinct worker. You're the Thomas Paine, as I tell you over and over again. You're the pamphleteer. I'll be right back. Lovin. AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens, is one of the fastest-growing organizations in America. Now over 2 million conservative members strong, and I'm one of them. AMAC believes in and stands up for the values that we constitutional conservatives care about. More than talk, AMAC fights. A full-time presence in Washington, AMAC pushes back against reckless spending, disasters like Medicare for All, and the expanding reach of the federal government. And beyond advocacy, joining AMAC gives you access to a wealth of benefits and discounts, including special member-only rates on car insurance, travel discounts, cell phone plans, and a hell of a lot more. And if that's not enough, you'll get AMAC's bi-monthly magazine full of insightful articles on issues that matter to most of us, we conservatives. As I said, I'm an AMAC member, and you should be too. Join today at amac.us. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S. Stop supporting the liberal agenda that the other 50-plus organization has been pushing for. Join AMAC instead, A-M-A-C dot U-S. House Republican leader Kevin McCarthy, how are you, sir? I'm doing well, Mark. How are you? I'm doing great, and I understand you all are now running hard on a specific agenda, Commitment to America. Can you tell us about it? Yes, Mark. We are going to roll out tomorrow on the Capitol steps what we call a Commitment to America. People can go to commitmenttoamerica.com and see it. It will restore a way of life. 
rebuild the greatest economy, and renew the American dream. It starts by a plan for COVID to defeat this virus, give us a safe and effective ability that um, we can compete and defeat it. We also talk about rebuilding our communities, that they are safe, that we will not defund the police, we will actually fund them greater, $1.75 billion. So you could have better training, more officers, and 500,000 body cameras. We also talk about um, restoring restoring our constitutional rights, like freedom of speech, religious liberty, our Second Amendment. Then we go into building our economy back up. You know, we built the greatest economy in the world, and we can do it again. And the way that we do that, a couple different ways. We do it through our tax policy, but we also do it by confronting China, by bringing that supply chain back to America and building those manufacturer jobs. We also protect our border. Um, This is an exciting plan that really shows a real contrast to what the Democrats want about defunding, dismantling, and destroying this nation. And if we're able to renew, rebuild, and restore, we will reunite, reunite this nation and be stronger than ever. How many seats do you need to uh, take the, the House back? Only 17. Do you realize there are more Republicans in Congress since I got sworn in as leader And there are fewer Democrats in Congress since Pelosi was given the gavel. We have won every special election we've played in. We've got a Democrat to switch a Republican. We beat them in their Democrat seats when they had a special election. We only have 17 seats to go, and there are 30 Democrats who are currently sitting in seats that President Trump carried. You know, there were 8.8 million Americans who voted for President Trump in 2016 who did not vote in 18. If they show up in 2020, we will retire Nancy Pelosi. We would be in the majority by nine seats. Mm-hmm. And uh, in terms of fundraising, how, how, are, how is the Republican side doing in, for the House versus the Democrat side? Are you able to figure that out? We've done well, but this is the challenge. With COVID, it makes it a little more difficult to be able to have fundraisers. And they have Michael Bloomberg, who just gave the Democrats $60 million. All right, let's stop there. Kevin, he's given the Democrats $60 million, and he's spending $100 million in Florida to beat Trump. That's unbelievable. Yes. So what we really need is all your listeners go to takethehouse.com and help us retire Pelosi so we can rebuild our country. Don't let Michael Bloomberg determine what happens. Our voice is too powerful. This country is too important. That's why we make a commitment. We put it on record. And the real question that people should ask here, name me one thing that Democrats have solved since they had the majority. Just name one thing that they have solved. By the way, let's put, the, let's put this up on our sites. TakeTheHouse.com, on Mark Levin Show, Facebook, Mark Levin Show, Twitter, on the Parlor site, on all three sites, uh, folks. Anything you can do, we need to take that. We need to get rid of I cannot stand this Pelosi. <laughs> I just, I, and I'm not alone, Kevin. Trust me on this. Well, you're not. Think about this. She has been so out of touch. Confronting China, she says, is a diversion. Peace deals are a distraction. We have more peace in the Middle East than any time in the history of Earth, and you've done it in more than a month with this president, and she calls it a distraction. Mm-hmm. She calls us conservatives domestic enemies. 
And she calls federal law enforcement stormtroopers. I mean, she's lost her mind. I really think something's not right there. They talk about Biden. I talk about Pelosi. Yeah. Well, Pelosi is running the entire Democratic Party. She is the power base, and we have to retire. And we're so close. Just 17 seats. Well, I want to encourage Levinites out there to go to takethehouse.com. Some of you are in no position, but some of you are. Takethehouse.com. We can't match Bloomberg, but we can do something. Let me ask you a few more questions here. Yes, sir. When it comes to um, if you don't take the House and they take the Senate, and they take the presidency, there's nothing we can do to stop them, is there? Because they're going to kill the filibuster rule. They'll kill the filibuster, so you won't have the power in the minority. 218, who's ever in majority, has all the power in the House. And I'll promise you what they do, because this is what they've already done. They'll make Puerto Rico and Washington, D.C. states, so that'll be four more seats in the Senate. They'll do just what they're doing in San Francisco. They'll let 16-year-olds be able to vote. You won't have to be a citizen to vote anymore. Um, Then they'll make taxpayers fund their elections. I mean, these are all bills that they have passed. This is what they believe. And think what they're doing right now. You just had two police officers and almost walk up and be shot for no other reason. And you've got who's running for vice president, the senator of California, the former attorney general, who they would call the top cop, saying nothing, saying nothing that two innocent people. You watch that officer. She gets up, shot through the jaw, calls Mm. in, goes outside, protects her other deputy because he's bleeding. She's bleeding profusely, and she's trying to protect not being shot. And what's happening? People on the streets are laughing. And then they go to the hospital to block the ambulances and saying people have to die. When did we stop knowing what was right and wrong? Why can't Biden stand up? Why can't Kamala Harris stand up? Why can't Nancy Pelosi stand up? This is in their state as well. It's so shocking how we've gotten to this point over the last few months, isn't it? I mean, um, the disrespect for police, the disrespect for this country. uh, and And you know, Kevin McCarthy, the fact is if the Democrat Party had embraced this, or was or was outspoken against this, and the two parties united and the people united against this, it wouldn't be going on. But they have a home. That is Black Lives Matter, Antifa, the radical leftists. They have a home in the Democrat Party. They have a, not just a home, they have a funding mechanism. They are funded the same way the Democrats fund their campaign through Act Blue. That's why they don't speak. And by out. the way, Act Blue, can you tell us about this dark money that's coming into Act Blue? You know, people have to report their money for their occupation and others. We're now learning that with Act Blue, a recent study, that they say they're unemployed. Half of all their money comes through. They're raising billions of dollars. That really begins, and don't know if it's true or not, but that is where somebody could fundal foreign money in and just claim the people are unemployed and it's under the reporting period and these millions upon millions of dollars just fund into these campaigns, and you have no idea who gave. And the media seem of, of no interest in this whatsoever. It's shocking. It's hundreds of millions of dollars. It's hundreds of millions of dollars that determine the outcome of where the future lies. We have reports from the FBI that China wants to influence our election. 
We have reports that China is more sophisticated than any other country out there. And what do the Democrats say? They say it's a distraction. China gives us a virus that kills hundreds of thousands of people across the country, and the Democrats won't stand up. I do not know what the Chinese Communist Party has on the Democrats, but it must be so powerful. Well said. TakeTheHouse.com. Take the House. Kevin McCarthy, thank you, sir. And we'll be right back. AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens, is one of the fastest growing organizations in America. Now over 2 million conservative members strong, and I'm one of them. AMAC believes in and stands up for the values that we constitutional conservatives care about. More than talk, AMAC fights. A full-time presence in Washington, AMAC pushes back against reckless spending, disasters like Medicare for All, and the expanding reach of the federal government. And beyond advocacy, joining AMAC gives you access to a wealth of benefits and discounts, including special member-only rates on car insurance, travel discounts, cell phone plans, and a hell of a lot more. And if that's not enough, you'll get AMAC's bi-monthly magazine full of insightful articles on issues that matter to most of us, we conservatives. As I said, I'm an AMAC member, and you should be too. Join today at amac.us. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S. Stop supporting the liberal agenda that the other 50-plus organization has been pushing for. Join AMAC instead, A-M-A-C dot U-S. Mark Levin Show, where the Reagan Coalition meets every day. Call now, 877-381-3811. Well, there's a wonderful candidate, wonderful man, Burgess Owens, who's running for the House in Utah's 4th Congressional District. It really is a tied district in terms of party affiliation. Burgess, how are you, sir? Mark, I'm doing great and looking forward to chatting with you, my friend. Absolutely. Amen. Tell us why you're running about you and why you should be the congressman and not your opponent. Oh, gosh. Well, why I'm running is because I, I was raised in an environment where we were really taught uh, what our country is all about. I grew up in the, in the 60s, the KKK, Jim Crow, and segregation, but a remarkable, remarkable uh, uh, community of, of black people, black uh, community that loved our country, very, very faithful, very entrepreneurial, uh, pretty much living the American dream, but because more than 56% of black Americans during the 60s were a part of the middle class. What I've seen happen over the last two decades is what happens when we get an ideology of Marxism and socialism that sneaks its way in, that burrows its way into our community and upstands everything. And I decided uh, a long time ago, as I saw what was happening to our youth, that I would do everything I could to, to, to protect them from what I've seen is happening, the trajectory of the black community over the last the last few decades. So uh, I, I personally, up until this time last year, had said many, many times I would never, ever be a politician until I recognized very simply that if we don't get our country back, we don't get this house, our kids across this nation, no matter what color they are, do not have a chance because it's all about policy. It's the democratic policies that, that keep them ignorant, keep them uh, uh, angry, keep them um, not living our country. And, and we're now beginning to see, because of this great president we have, he's pulling back the curtains to see we've been at war for quite a, quite a while. We just didn't know it, because we, we're, we're a country of, of, of dreamers and, and positive and optimistic that we never knew that there was such evil at our doorstep every single step of the way. So now that we know, we're ready to fight. And I'm going to go back to an old uh, Al Davis thing that I think of as apropos to America, just win, baby. And that's what we're going to get done. Now that we awake, 
We do what America does best. We win. We understand who our enemy is. And it's not each other, by the way. It's the leftists, the hard left, socialists and Marxists who hate our country, hate the Judeo Christian values we live with, and they do anything they can with no shame to destroy what we built for all these, uh, all these uh, centuries. And your opponent? My opponent is, is one, as is a person who just, uh, he, he votes 89% with Pelosi. And uh, the problem we have with the, the left is that we have Democrats who say that they will be, uh, they'll reach across the aisle, they'll be moderate, they will share our values until they get to where they have to show if they have any courage or not to stand up against Pelosi. And what we're finding out is uh, my opponent does not have the courage to stand up. Uh, he, he, he votes 89% with Pelosi, Maxine Waters, AOC, and, and that is not the values of District 4. We believe in, 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 uh, in, in education and faith and in, in entrepreneurship, the business, the, the small business owner, and we believe in our family unit. That's exactly the opposite of the hard left. So I would say what's going to happen is uh, our, our uh, district is finding that out. And, uh, and I, I'm, I'm very, very excited about having that debate with him to talk about issues. And, uh, and, and, our, and our district will, will, uh, will be the linchpin. By the way, just so you, just so you know. This district is between one and three, a must-have on both sides. The Democrats must have it to keep their power in chaos. We must have it to keep, keep our country and our culture. And I'm excited by, but to tell America that District 4 is going to be the linchpin for the rest of our nation in terms of what, the way we go. Our values here will show the country the way we should be going in the future, and I'm excited about being part of that process. Now, uh, how's the ground game there? It's, it's going very well. We have a lot of excitement. Again, it's a plus-13 uh, district, so... Uh, the last time around, unfortunately, we didn't have a lot of excitement. We didn't just get out the way we should. I, I think we've learned a lesson from that. And I, I, have, I have such a uh, – um, I'm, I'm really excited about what we're feeling in terms of the grassroots, getting out and, and, and getting signs out and, and, um, and, and getting re- people registered. So that's going to be, I think, the real telling point. We also have a very large group of, uh, of independents. My message to independents very simply – is now is our time to focus on those tenets that we all believe in. It's time for us to talk. The greatest weapon we have against evil is communication. We the people, when we start talking together, we will find a way to get to our end game because we have we might have a way of, different way of getting there, but the end game is always the same to 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 build a greater future for our kids. And once we do that, uh, we're going to shape. And my my major platform here is something that I think we as a pioneer state will be very very good at putting together, and that is we are against, we're putting together the first traffic-free state zone for, for human trafficking, for child trafficking. We're going to stop it. We're, we're working with the AG, working with uh, Tim Ballard, the o- operation underground railroad. By the way, let me just say, people need to understand how serious this is. <laughs> and, they, and they grab little kids and they turn them into, uh, well, sex slaves in many cases. It is, the, it is the worst evil, Mark, and that's why we don't, we don't talk about it, unfortunately. Many people don't want to realize it's happening. Uh, there are over 50 million slaves around the world today, more than it was back in the days of, of, uh, of the 1800s. There's 10 million child slaves, and they use that only for, that only for, for sex, but also for organ donation. It is an evil thing. And, 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 and right, unfortunately, because of, of uh, it, unfortunately, the United States is the greatest product, the greatest consumer of that mm-hmm. product. So we're going to start to let people know and educate ourselves to what's happening out there. And, and we see that the hard left is not going to be our, our friend. They're going to be our enemy in terms of this fight. They will, they, because there's no God when it comes down to the radical left, there, there's, there's no North there's no, no, no Star. They, they will do whatever it takes to gain power and to, 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 to do their own thing. So mm-hmm. we have a chance now to, to, in this state, to really be the pioneer state, to make sure the rest of our nation is aware of this and how to deal with it, 
put these these uh, these evil people behind bars the way they should be, and make sure our mothers and dads are educated to the the danger of this particular issue. So that's going to be what we're going to be known for here. And I'm I'm really looking forward to work with the president, with Tim Ballard of Operation Underground Railroad, with with uh, Tim Tebow, who's also doing the same thing. There's America's waking up, and so just get ready. We're going to fight this evil together and win like we did once before. And one of the crucial things, if you win and we can get a few others, is you'll remove Nancy Pelosi, who really is a blight on the body politic, isn't she? A disaster? She is. She is. And, and, and to that point, Mark, what I'm excited about, and, and I, was, I had a chance to, to meet you a couple of weeks ago and, and, and the other team, teammates, we have a very special window. We've been very frustrated when we get, uh, we get the House, the Senate, and, and the and presidency. Nothing seems to happen. That's because we've been electing leaders up to now. We have an opportunity across this country. Those who are listening, please support those freshman uh, candidates in your area because we get us together as a team. We will make a change at, uh, and, and bring this country around to the way, point that we've all been very, very proud. Uh, dealing with issues that we all have to deal with, whether it be health care or Social Security or our budget, all those things that's been out there, DACA, that the left loves to keep as an issue. We're going to, to uh, we're going to as, as patriots, make sure we put those issues in place, strengthen our, our Senate, and give our, our president a chance for four years without his hand tied behind his back to truly uh, show what American-loving leadership looks like. And I can't wait to be part of that, 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 that team. It's not just Burgess Owens here in Utah. It's a team all across the country that we need to come together as a nation and vote these guys in. Most of them are like myself, never been politicians before, but I can promise you they love our country. And I promise you they're going to keep their word and not be career politicians or lobbyists. We're going to be fighting for our country where our president is. And, and we're going to have a renaissance that Americans have, probably have not experienced in our lifetime because we're going to come together in a way with this winning process to, to experience that, that, that uh, winning uh, feeling for sure. You know, ladies and gentlemen, I met Burgess Owens really as did my wife, for the first time in any significant way a few weeks ago. Truly decent man, man of deep faith, truly principled man, exactly the kind of man the Democrats do not want in the United States House of Representatives. And I think you would be a tremendous leader in the House of Representatives, not just a member, but a tremendous leader. And uh, your site is Burgess Owens. Excuse me, BurgessForUtah.com, Burgess number four, Utah.com. And we're going to put that up on Mark Levin Show, Facebook, Mark Levin Show, Twitter, Mark Levin at Parlor. Um, how is the fundraising going compared to your opponent? Uh, well, we're doing very well. I'm, I'm traveling the country. We have America that's actually pitching in, which is great. Um, uh, and, and we're... We're just, we're just excited about putting this fight together. And if I can say this, Mark, in terms of, of where I see where we are today, this is a country, a nation of miracles. We always have been. If we understand our history, we see that over and over again. 2016 is a, is a miracle for us because we collectively, as we the people, just realized what we didn't want, and we came together and found the person that is fighting the best fight I've ever seen in my lifetime. We have a chance to show the second miracle 2020. Our country right now is ready for the greatest um, uh, re- renaissance, upturn that we've ever experienced in our lifetime. All we have to do is, is just get out there, be active, vote, don't let them intimidate, speak up, and, uh, and, and get the truth out. Uh, what, I'm, what I really feel is this. I'm, I'm, even, I'm even willing, Mark, to make a deal with some of my good Democratic friends. I will look at CNN for two weeks if they have promised to look at Fox for two weeks. 
And by the time that's done with, they realize that they've been lied to. And once, once someone understands that the truth has been withheld, they are in big time to the truth, and it will never come back. That's what's happened to the black community today. And uh, we're leaving that plantation. We'll never come back. Americans who are now tuned into the propaganda machine, the uh, uh, media, do the same. Realize that we're not, they're not being honest with us. And we do that, uh, we'll, we'll be in a, in a really, really good shape to, to have these great conversations we need to have moving forward. Well, Burgess Owens, I really hope you you take this seat back. I think you'd be a tremendous asset to the House of Representatives and stand tall for this country. Uh, you were not only a great basketball player, a great person. And, they, and the website is, for those of you who can support him, please do. For those of you who live in that district, I'm sure he'll need all the help he can get. Burgessforutah.com. That's B-U-R-G-E-S-S number four, Burgess for Utah. Again, it'll be on my social sites. Burgess, I want to thank you very, very much, and good luck, and God bless you, my friend. Mark, thank you for your support and your friendship. I really appreciate it, my friend. Really do. Thank you so much. You too. Take care of yourself. What I found about Burgess Owens when I met, he's so well-read. I mean, he's on top. I don't mean just newspapers. I mean, well-read. Philosophy, Marx, Locke. I mean, he's a remarkable guy. You know, he's a great, great football player, too. But uh, he would be such an asset in the house if he can help him, folks. Burgessforutah.com, B-U-R-G-E-S-S, number four, Burgessforutah.com. I'll be right back. AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens, is one of the fastest-growing organizations in America. Now over 2 million conservative members strong, and I'm one of them. AMAC believes in and stands up for the values that we constitutional conservatives care about. More than talk, AMAC fights. A full-time presence in Washington, AMAC pushes back against reckless spending, disasters like Medicare for All, and the expanding reach of the federal government. And beyond advocacy, joining AMAC gives you access to a wealth of benefits and discounts, including special member-only rates on car insurance, travel discounts, cell phone plans, and a hell of a lot more. And if that's not enough, you'll get AMAC's bi-monthly magazine full of insightful articles on issues that matter to most of us, we conservatives. As I said, I'm an AMAC member, and you should be too. Join today at amac.us. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S. Stop supporting the liberal agenda that the other 50-plus organization has been pushing for. Join AMAC instead, A-M-A-C dot U-S. Let's go to the calls. Donna, Frederick, Maryland, the great WMAL. Go, Donna. Hi, Mark. I wanted to tell you, you piqued my interest about Matt Drudge, and I've been perplexed about him for a while. And the only conclusion I could come to is he either sold out or he's been threatened. So, I mean, it seems logical. I don't, I don't think he's been threatened. I'm just curious to know if this is what I heard, and it could be dead wrong, is that uh, part of the company was sold and was it sold to cbs and i'm not trying to spread a rumor but if it cbs is free to have their pr people or whomever they use to contact us or to post and say no but that site it's not just anti-trump it is viciously anti-trump it's poisonous at this point yeah 
I mean, such a U-turn. That's why I was saying it. I it's it has me scratching my head, and it has for a while. Mm-hmm. But you know, thank God we have Bongino Report and the Liberty Daily, who you know, among others, who do a great job. The Bongino page is terrific. The Blaze page is terrific. I like a Daily Wire, Daily Caller. Right scoop. There, there's many, many. I'm sure I'll get in trouble because I can't remember them all. Lucianne is very good. There are many, many wonderful sites out there and uh, available to all of us. Thank you, Donna. You take care of yourselves. James in Canada on the Mark Levin app. James, go right ahead, please. Hello, Mark. Thanks for having me on the show. I, I listen to your show religiously, and uh, thank you. I just uh, appreciate uh, when you uh, you challenge the lies, and you speak the truth. So you're a great patriot for your country. Thank you, um, sir. The reason, I'm, the reason I'm calling is I just... I just you, have, know, you have an extra room in your house up there? You never know. After the election, I might have to pop up there. You never know. <laughs> well, that's what I want to talk about. I don't know if you want to come up here or not, because we, uh, we've already gone left in a lot of ways. I mean, we yeah. have a liberal government that's in charge, and uh, there's a lot of people here that are rooting for President Trump and are rooting for... Uh, conservatives, because I just hope that a lot that, that Americans know how important this election is, not only for the United States, but for around the world. I mean, for myself, I look at the turmoil that's going on around the world and in the, in the UK uh, and in other areas, too. And even in Canada, we've gone so we've really gone far left. And mm-hmm. when I look at and I think about the United States, I just think it's like the it's like the last real uh, democracy that's out there. And it is really a ray of hope in a lot of ways for the rest of the world. I mean, if, if the United States wasn't where it was at now, there would be so much turmoil and chaos around the world. I mean, the United States is really the glue holding all this chaos together. And I just hope that this election, uh, Americans come out and they vote because this is... And, and listen to the left. Listen to the apocalypse that they try and create, that Trump's responsible for uh, fires, Trump's responsible for hurricanes, Trump's responsible for the uh, China flu, Trump's responsible for the riots, Trump uh, uh, loves dictators, Uh, Trump is mentally, it goes on and on and on. I've never seen anything like this. Yeah. Ever. I I really think, like what you're doing and... And, and a lot of other, uh, you know, a lot of others out there that are exposing the lies and really uh, holding people accountable to what they're saying and getting the facts out there so the lies, you know, and the distortion, you know, doesn't doesn't take traction. I mean, really, uh, you know, I, I, I just feel that... All right, uh, James, I want to thank you, my friend. Uh, Mr. Producer, Mike from Redding, California, I want you to get his number. I want us to call him tomorrow, okay? Thank you, uh... Thank you, James. Ladies and gentlemen, we salute our armed forces, police officers, firefighters, and emergency personnel. Thank you for being out there, Levinites and Patriots. We will be right back here tomorrow, same time, same place, at our national town hall meeting. Keep your chin up. God bless you. From the Westwood One Podcast Network. 